Before we get started, a word from 3BR, proud sponsor of the Review Podcast Network. The guys and gals over at 3BR Distillery are talented creators and purveyors of unusual craft spirits made in their kitschy Slavic punk-style tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit made from peas is a homage to their family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house over at 3BR Distillery, located at 7 Main Street, Keyport, New Jersey. here for our top five of 2022 oh yeah we're gonna talk it's uh, like the year-end wrap-up i can't believe we're already here i know right as everything like, let's go so quick these years do um yeah so will and i are just gonna take you through our uh, top five movies uh as we each picked and top five tv shows of 2022 with a couple of honorable mentions yes um as we go through tell you what we liked what we didn't like um, and if you listen to our last episode, you'll certainly know that one movie that did not make our top five list was Avatar. Um, <laughs> well, you never know. You haven't heard my list yet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, let's start, start us off. You want to go movies or TV first? I'll do TV first. Fuck it. All right, cool. Go. Um, I, so at my number five, um, I did Love, Death, and Robots from Netflix. Ooh, I did not watch the most recent season. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I... I've watched obviously all of it, and it it's it really it's good for like the attention span because you know they're like fifteen minutes, right? Um, but I also like it just because you know I've been getting a lot of animation recently, so it's kind of cool to see kind of a lot of the same themes of love, death, or robots, or whatever. But then all through all these different animation styles and the stories of like you know you got to tell the story in a, like a short amount of time. And and one of them um, I already forget the name. It's called like Jill Bao, Jin Bao. Um, it's probably gonna win an award. Okay. At, um, yeah, it was gorgeous. But I always liked it just because like the they the they, they really care and the, the fucking animations. Amazing. I love how adult animation has become like a thing in the yes, last. Yes, like, it's not of decades. about kids anymore. Yeah, because like I remember, you know, um, like when I was when I was a kid, right? Um, you know, I mean, you obviously had like your Beavis and Buttheads and stuff like yeah. that. But I remember like when Adult Swim first came out, right? And it right. was like the because you know it was the first time that you had something that was uh, so. It wasn't like um, like a Pokemon, like right? It was, yeah. And I it remember wasn't... watching that like Inuyasha, yeah, and Dragon Ball Z, like midnight yeah and then they really started to branch out and have like some of the like the more weird stuff on there like your aqua teen hunger force oh, and like your sea lab right the og days right of yeah, adult I, swim it's going back, um yeah. and now it's like you know adult animation is like a big like it's, 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 it's literally big. now its own thing yeah and what's nice what's kind of cool too there's like a lot of line blurring especially with netflix like i've only watched a few episodes but there was like one called like the dragon prince where it's like Kids can watch it, but right. there's also a lot of adult themes in there. And um, what was the other one? Oh, like She-Ra, Princess of Power. Yep. Like, yeah, on the surface, it's already like, oh, it's for kids. But then, like, I don't watch it, but my one friend didn't. Like, no, it's actually, like, kind of queer. It's already, like, women empowerment. Like, it's it's deeper than just, like, oh, it's people fighting. You right. know what I mean? That's yeah, awesome. so it's really cool. Um, 
I didn't do my TV in any particular order. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of did it in the way that it came to Same, my I kind of just did one, two, three, yeah. four, five. But yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I am definitely, I am very guilty of being like behind on most TV. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't always watch it like right when it comes out. I'll oh, get right. to it eventually, you know. But of the things I actually did watch when they came out this year, um, first thing I'm going to say, I'll go number five, Peacemaker. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised. It, that's a yeah. very you show. Dude, it was. <laughs> from the. <laughs> From the moment I like turned it on with the like the intro. Oh the, no! Like the the, the, the like the eighties like workout yes. style dancing. Yes. Yeah, and they're just like if you watch it, they're they're just like slightly offbeat with their dancing, right? Like it's because it's the actual actors, right? So they're none of them are professional fucking dancers, yeah. right? They're just slightly offbeat, and it's these ridiculous dance moves. Um, and the song is ridiculous. Everything about the show is ridiculous, and it's it really highlights. Um, I mean, well, for one, it was a, a good installment in the DCEU, which uh, there are not many. Oh, uh, um, yes. Right. <laughs> um, and it really well, highlights... Well, it's because of the one person that was behind Peacemaker. Let's just call James it what it Gunn, is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it really highlights... Like I, I've said this for a long time, um, pretty much ever since like Trainwreck came out. Mm-hmm. John Cena, not a great actor, but he has uncanny comedic timing ability. Oh, like you're talking like dramatic acting. Right. Flat. Oh, right. yeah, because like we were just talking about like Fast and Furious, and he's just like... He tried to do this serious in Fast and Furious, and it just already flat. But then it's like, what was the movie? I was called Sisters. Yes. When he played like the drug addict. Yes. And he's like listing off all the drugs he could do. Like he was fucking great yeah, as a comedic dude. actor. Like I remember the first time I saw him acting in in, in comedy was in Trainwreck. Yeah. And he was like just so good in that role, and he was like flawless in Peacemaker. He just has this ability. Like and, it, and again, it's partially because of right how he looks. Like he looks. Like a big dumb jock. Yes. And he played the part of a big dumb jock who has a little bit of a heart of gold, like yes. <laughs> so well. And the character Vigilante was like my favorite part of the series. Yes. Like just just this like, you know, idiot, naive, tag along guy who's also like really good at killing people. Like it's such an awesome fucking show. Like everything about Peacemaker made me so happy. Even the dumb fucking Justice League cameo at the end. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Where he goes, and then like it, he's walking around, and he goes, "About fucking time you guys showed up." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love this self-referential to that, though. Yeah. Uh, good, two good original picks to right? start out with. What's next on your list? So I, I have obviously my hands on a lot of cookie jars. So now we're going yeah. completely separate. Still Netflix though, killing the game. Um, Heartstopper. What? So, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to know. It's very gay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Heartstopper was a graphic novel, like a okay. young adult graphic novel. Um, you know, and, and and then Netflix saw the potential, picked it up, and literally, like, within the first couple episodes, like, that they released, already, like, announced for season two. Okay. But pretty much, it, I mean, it's 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 a gay love story, but it's kind of different because, like, one of the kids is, like, kind of nerdy, and the other kid is, like, popular and on the rugby team. And so there's, like, a little, and it's already, like, English. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it was just really cool to see. Again, it's, like, it, it's shot really interesting. The, the side characters are really good. Um, and, you know, I, I had to pick something. Gay. Is it an English... <laughs> <laughs> is it an English show? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like they speak English, but it's like set in England. Right. That, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's like cool. actually like over but, there. But, England. but, yeah, but, like, <laughs> but like, um, the one guy's mother is Olivia Coleman, who 
amazing actress. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, she, she's yeah. a great actress. Oh, uh, she was great. There was yeah. a whole coming out scene, it like made me cry. This whole thing, um, but yeah, it was great. It's really, it's just like it's sometimes it's nice to just kind of go back and just have something like cute, gay, like no one's dying. Yeah, it's not tragic. Yeah, sometimes you just want to has a, feel a nice good. budget, right? Exactly. And so that was one of my favorite TV. You just want a little feel good story sometimes. Sometimes, usually yeah. my heart is already black and cold, <laughs> but sometimes I'll be like. I'll let it warm up for like a scotch. Right. <laughs> um, next on my list, I had the boys. Ah, um, oh, good choice. Yeah, this latest season, the, the boys. The, they really ratcheted it up a season four, bro. Which we didn't think like, oh, could they go higher? And it's like, just wait a minute. Yeah, well, season three, right? Season three. Oh, this is yeah, season. Yeah, right. sorry. Yeah. yeah, but like we thought, like the first two seasons were right. crazy, and they're like, oh no, wait. Yeah, they were, they were like, <laughs> they were literally like, hold my beer, right? And the fucking orgy scenes and all the dude, crazy shit. From the yeah. get-go, right? When the Ant-Man character goes into the guy and the, like yeah. you think like when I was first watching that scene, I like I watched it and I'm like, oh like obviously he's going up his ass, right? Like you, you assume that's where he is. Then as the scene unfolds, you're like, Oh no, he went up the dick hole. Right, and it's like flopped right yeah. on the <laughs> table and he's like, Hey <laughs> Like I fucking Uh but like the the, the boys is the only show I can think of in recent memory where each season has gotten better. Like, oh, right. It's usually like, oh, season one was good. You know, I mean, maybe like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Each season got a little bit better, but then it fell off. Then it fell off, right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But oh. that's a good call. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they, they ratcheted up everything yes. about this season. And but it was still good. Still like, good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even there, in the craziness of like the orgy scene, which right how they got like... Hey, listen. They were like, Amazon, just give us money. Don't ask for a screener. Just, yeah. just say yes. We promise and you. Let us will just be handle it. it. And like, you know, what I mean? and then the fuck, the shit that they got away with. I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this. I know it was incredible. Um, they're gonna need to end the series soon. They're, yeah, but because like you know, but there's only like, so much farther they can go. Right, because it's like you know the the kids there. He right. has powers. It's like it's like. I've, I wouldn't be surprised if next season was maybe the last right, season. Right, because Homelander ends this season kind of like at the height of his power in a way, right? Yeah. Uh, both like physically and But you and can't do like, this for another three seasons. No, you know what I mean? No, so they, yeah. I, I mean, it sucks because I'm sure it makes Amazon like a lot of money. But right. like... It's and, better to end the story when it yeah, should Yeah, because end, I think right, even right. on the comics that it's based off of, I think there wasn't that much of the comic too. Like, it's right. not like, it's not like Walking Dead when season one came out, they were on issue 200. They had all this to go yep. off of. Like, Boys doesn't have like a ton of source material. And I haven't read the comic. I'm not sure even if it's how, how much the comic aligns with right the, well i mean like, i know show. like the orgy scene was right. like a big thing in the comics right. that's what they want on the tv show and stuff like that but i know they have made some departures from right. what i've read what's next on your list um so next on my list <laughs> um going now to cable um abbott elementary i have heard so many good things about I know. the show and i have not watched it yet it's so it's 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 the office let's right. just call it what it is it's the office set in a school um, but and like genuinely funny because the first time I was like, oh, like because I I watched a good amount of episodes of The Office and right. like sometimes I laugh, sometimes I'm like oh, I'm kind of bored. It's I, not I, oh, it's not my humor all the time. I'm with you on that one. I think The Office is very overrated. Yeah, like I like certain things. You know, the CPR scene, the fire drill scene. Yeah. Like those are all funny. But like watching it like multiple episodes throughout, I lose interest. I agree. Abbott Elementary. It's one of those shows that how it's so funny. But also so real. 
Yeah. Because a lot of it's like, even though, even though I'm not a teacher, like, you know that a lot of things that they go through are like actual things that school goes right. through. Um, and then the acting, the writing, I mean, Quinta Brunson got the Emmy for writing, which she believed. And it's cool seeing just for me. So Quinta Brunson's on the show. She's like main character and a writer. She started off on BuzzFeed. You know, remember BuzzFeed? Like the website BuzzFeed? Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, they was to do the list. Well, BuzzFeed has always had a YouTube channel. And she was one of the very first early creators on their YouTube channel. Oh, no way. And she was like writing skits and doing stuff. So I like... I've known about Quinta Brunson for a very long time. Oh, that's cool. And then when I was like, oh, that's Quinta. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. and she obviously broke off from BuzzFeed, did her own thing. But, like, it's just cool, like, for me, seeing, like, when I was in high school watching her and now seeing That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Talking about like, Step Up. Yeah. And the fucking, the cast, the writing is so fucking good. Yeah. And it's a genuinely funny show. Nice. Um, Next on my list, I had uh, Stranger Things, season four. Ooh, divisive. Because I, I couldn't get into the season i watched really the first three or four episodes and i just didn't care i don't know if it was maybe i just wasn't in the right state of mind it's like i just didn't care so there were some elements of that i will give that to you because i because i almost didn't i i almost stopped watching after season three I, I, I thought season three was not good. It was Which too one much. was season three? See, the I big, to play. Season three was the big final battle at the mall. Oh, yes. Right, okay. You know? yes. Oh, yeah. Um, Billy died. Yes, yes. Right. Yeah. Which was like, it was, I mean, it was good objectively, but it was way too much of a rehash of the first two seasons for me. Yes. It, it, it was just like, okay, we're, oh, it's the Mind Flayer again. Like, we're still, you know, in the same fucking thing, right? And they, yeah. they had the whole Russian, the Soviet thing, right? That was a bit of a different angle. So I almost didn't watch season four because I was so not pleased with, with yeah. the way it ended. But I gave it a chance because I was like, okay, like, they've made it clear that, like, you know, Hopper is still alive and he's right. apparently in some sort of, like, Soviet prison camp. I'm like... Well, that could be interesting. Right. I was like, I was like, let me give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And boy, am I glad that I did because I loved season four because it was the first season that was different. God bless you. Than yeah, the you. last three. I got, yeah, you're right. And, and and there and there were there were definitely some elements like the 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 um the whole the subplot with uh, Will Byers right and like the you know like possibly romantic relationship with uh, uh with Mike right and like that whole that whole subplot and like Will feeling bad for himself like I I did not find that interesting at all well, it, also they didn't make any really here's the thing if you're gonna make him fall in love with Mike make him fucking fall in love I hate this whole thing of yep. like this like weird little subplot and it's like maybe we're gonna make it ambiguous but we're also not gonna have a beginning and, or an end to it right so he's like Oh, like you hurt me, and Mike's like, I don't care, and he's just sitting there crying. You're like, why is he crying? Yeah, like, tell him he loves him and call it a day. Like, you Cause know, because you know, so- somewhere in the writers' room, somebody was like, oh, it's gonna get more like online buzz to have people talking about the theory right. of Versus is he gay or is doing it exactly? Or yeah, yep. yeah. So, so a lot of the subplots, I was kind of like. Didn't really enjoy you know, like the but whole like, like Nancy subplot, I right? Yeah, like but the the Hopper story and like the main story with, Vecna, with yeah. yeah with with Vecna and like and like Eddie and that whole crew like you know that was fucking my biggest issue with it is the song they chose for Eddie's solo. <laughs> Like really? Yes. It was a Metallica. Right? It was Master of Puppets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shouldn't have been Master of Puppets. It should have been an Iron Maiden song. But that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on your list? Um, I'm as I'm doing this, this list all over the place. Um, but yeah, my next on my list was This Is Us. <laughs> Wait, this show is still on. It ended this year. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm is just this like, the one that everybody cries about? All yes. Time? Right. Okay. Um, so very invested in the show right. already. 
I see myself in a lot of the characters. One of the only shows that has like made me sob. This is before the final season. Like when I, I used when I was still living with my mom, there was one episode I was sobbing. My mom came downstairs, oh knocked on my door, and was like, "What's happening?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's this is us." My mom slowly turns around, goes back upstairs. Um, so this was the final season, and it was like it was just the right. I mean, the writing has always been good, right? Um, it's just like super emotional, but all the characters got like a really good send off, and it was the final season. So like, and right. but this is also a, one of the shows of it was still popular in season four. In season four, that's when they announced, "Hey, we're doing two more seasons, and we're done." Okay, but it was still at the height. Like the, the, all the main actors got at least one like Golden Globe nomination and winning Emmys right. and winning Golden Globes. Like it wasn't like the show was declining, but again, a, a situation of a show going out on top. Well, that's and, like the best. and having an ending being like, "Hey, we're in season four. We know we're doing eighteen episodes for five, eighteen episodes for six, and then we're done." So now we know in the next thirty-six episodes, we're gonna be done. Yeah, and it and it was it was. That's why I think I liked the finale better because, like we just mentioned, Agents of Shield. It was good. It was good. Last two seasons were kind of rough, and then yeah. it ended. You're like, eh. But like, no, it, it went out on top. So like, the whole story was. It was like a nice, full, complete story. Literally, the last three episodes fucking destroyed me. This is how bad it is. Also, <laughs> this is and also shows how gay I am. I so there's four episodes left. I I watched that like the the fourth episode, fucking sobbing destroyed me. I. I get back home. I'm like, hey, mom, you're going to come over. We had dinner. We came over. And I had to watch the next three episodes in a row with her because I was like, I can't do this alone. Because I won't. <laughs> I, I swear to God, my poor mother. Shout out to Kelly. Hi, girl. Um, I was like, because I, I can't do this because yeah. I live alone. I'm like, I can't do this by myself. I need something. Yeah. My mom has never seen the show. I give her like a brief rundown and I'm watching the show sobbing my eyes out my mom's just like holding my hand through it because oh I'm a God. fucking mess it was great though <laughs> I love this it was so good though <laughs> you know though but that's that, I mean that's a good thing because it's it's rare for a show that has more than a few seasons to go out on top oh yeah exactly Most decline right like I mean Shit's Creek is the first one that comes to my mind that actually sticks the landing right oh, with the ending of the show I love Shit's Creek yeah that show's incredible um, but like, yeah, I don't, it's I don't good know. Like, hear I, that it wasn't a, I never watched the show, but it was like, was that similar to Breaking Bad? Which one? Breaking Bad. Like, wasn't the last one not like the last season was kind of rough? Or... Of Shit's Creek? No, Breaking Bad. Oh no, no, no! Breaking Bad was great. Oh, yeah, all the way yeah, through. No, yeah, Breaking Bad oh, okay. stuck the landing. Yeah. Um, and and speaking of which, the, the... it was the Sopranos too. Like they, the yeah, last Sopranos did not. Yeah. yeah. The the next show on my that was going to be on my list, but I didn't get a chance to finish it, so mm-hmm. I couldn't in good conscience. So this there. is like a mild honorable mention, right? Was Better Call Saul. Oh, okay. Was Better Call Saul ended this year? You mentioned Breaking Bad. So, yeah, yeah. You know, um, Better Call Saul. I felt like you know, again, I haven't watched the final season. I need to do that, but up until I, I was caught up to the final season. And for me, it was better than Breaking Bad. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch the final well, because season. Because this is so. Better Call Saul, more law, right? Versus like Breaking Bad, which is more drugs. I mean, in a sense, you know, but it, you know, it, it's leading up to the events of Breaking Bad, right? So there's a lot of kind of crossing over. Oh, okay. Um, but you you get a lot of you know a lot of Mike Ehrman Trout's backstory. You get a lot. I mean, obviously a lot of Saul. And also Bob Odenkirk's right? a great. Yeah, actor but I mean, too. And, and it's just a very well written show. Like mm. it's just. Incredibly I mean, it's, well it's definitely gotten a lot of awards. It always yeah. comes up at awards season. Yeah. Um, so, so my actual number uh, two yeah. is uh, Andor. Oh, I, I, I was we hadn't really talked about Andor, but I right. had a feeling because I um I don't really watch Star Wars that much, but I know there was a lot of buzz for Andor, and every time an episode is released, it was like 
Rotten Tomatoes, ninety percent immediately. Dude, it was always yeah. It's so good because it, you know, and, and and I'll be honest. Part of the reason why it's so good is because it's a departure from everything else that Star Wars has done. Right. Um, because you were saying like, there's no Jedi in exactly because right? yeah. every Star Wars series has always focused either on the Jedi or at least characters that are in the peripherals of the main, you know, Han, like Leia, exactly yeah. right. There's always been something like that. So this one is, you know, it's obviously takes place before Rogue One because, you know, Andor dies in Rogue One. Um, so it's a lot of his history leading up to that. But it's very, like, there, there's a lot of, like, spycraft, espionage, espionage mm. type stuff in there. Yeah, it's very, like, grounded, right? Very not, grounded. Yeah. yeah, very emotional. Because it's all about the resistance heartfelt. building, I think, exactly. right? something like that. Yeah. yeah, very emotional, very well acted. Just beautiful fucking cinematography um you, you could see they, they they built a lot of the set pieces like it it gave you the feeling of like old star wars right where okay. like where where shit we're not like you know it wasn't like the um, like when the they were in the millennium Doctor, all those hallways were right built. it wasn't all just like when you CGI. watch the prequel trilogy right and you're like oh my god this is everything is just cgi you know it's yeah. like ugly as fuck this you, <laughs> this like looked really good it was a lot of well, real have you ever sets. been to um either california or Florida to see the Star Wars land. I haven't been to like Disney World since I was uh, no, like seven. Because like, we were talking about sets, and that's yeah. what reminds me of like I would go on the Millennium Falcon ride, but the whole queue line is like you're in like the the bay with all the machines yep. and shit. You yeah. Know? Um. What's next on your? What's number two on your list? No, that was no. Or my one. Oh, uh, was your one? Yeah. Wait, did the, we do five? I did four. Oh. I thought you were doing top five. Yeah. No. Heart stuff. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. What was that, number one on your list? Uh, this, right. This, right. Yeah. Number one on your list. It really should come as no surprise to you. You could probably guess what it is. We were just talking about it with Fern. Oh, God. My, <laughs> my number one show of 2022 Fucking is Survivor. Survivor. <laughs> For those of you listening that don't know, I am a Survivor-obsessed nut. Um, Do Survivor fans have a name? Like, no. Like a, okay. No, because we're 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 obsessed, but we're normal. <laughs> we're just called super fans, and then period, done. No, no Swifties. I was just gonna say no, no fuck that. Um, no, but but also, I wouldn't just say Survivor just for shit's like sake. When I looked at what seasons had come out in 2022, right? Because this is I also don't just count Survivor. They do more than one season a year. Yes. Well, I'm also counting like four seasons because of the international version. Oh, okay. So we had two seasons of American, 42 and 43, which were both really great seasons. And then Australian Survivor had um, Blood versus Water, great season. And then Survivor South Africa had their all-star season, one of the best all-star seasons I've ever seen. So it was like four seasons that were really strong for Survivor. It was a really good year for Survivor. Amazing. Also, because I helped produce... Survive Fern at on Instagram at Surviving Fern Fest. Um, just let you know, season two next September casting starts in spring. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so you're one. Oh, uh, it should probably also come in no surprise. Uh, she Hulk. Yes, I, I was waiting to like if another Marvel show is gonna pop up. Yeah, I fucking absolutely that, oh, that was that was actually one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. This, I mean, this show was just perfect for me because it really, it reminds me of like some of my my favorite um, comic books, like individual comic book stories, 
are the more like episode of the week side stories that they do yeah. in comics, right? Where it's just you know like fucking Logan's going to to the deli to buy a sandwich, right? And yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. something happens, right? Like no connection to any other broader story. Exactly. And this was very much it was a sitcom, right? Yeah, like, it was episode so, of the week, but it was done so the writing. So, yes. I mean, we went over this. Well, yeah, we talked about it, but like but yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Yeah, yeah, and and they and you know and, and I loved the the fourth wall breaking and like you know coming into the writers room and meeting Kevin who's Wait, like the AI right. generator like and Marvel making fun of itself a little bit you know it's like sorry we got to move on to the next project like Black Panther's next like you're done she yes. you know like making fun of itself a little bit um and it 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 just like opened the door to a lot of different things for me and it was very different than what Marvel has done oh yeah if you look uh, you at know, all the other shows there's already like yeah. Like the other shows, you look at like Captain America, WandaVision, they pretty much were just like a three hour movie cut in its six episodes. Exactly. You know I mean? Right. This one felt like the episode nature was like helped it. Yep, very much so. So I, I absolutely love yeah. She Hulk, my favorite show of the year by far. And then honorable mentions for me, She Hulk was one. Yep. And then the other honorable mention, because I'm a reality TV nut, they did revive something called The Mole this year. I remember that show. Yes, they revived it on Netflix this year. Okay. And it wasn't the most perfect season of The Mole, no, but I love the concept of it. It's such a simple concept. Okay. Um, and it was really well done, and the cinematography was great. Nice. And I'm really excited to see where it goes, because nice. I had a very good time in, uh, yeah. watching. Um, I don't really have any honorable mentions for TV shows, because I just have two... <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't watch enough TV yeah, yeah. shows, more, more on the movie side. Uh, so let's talk movies. Top right. five movies. Uh, go. Number five. Um, so we're starting off with a Marvel movie for me, for five. Um, Multiverse Madness. Bingo. Very um, nice. Because, you know, there's, there's a ton of Marvel movies, and there's a ton of Marvel properties I could have chosen. But, like, looking over everything, and, like, obviously I'm a horror fan. So it was really just the combo of horror. Scarlet Witch is my favorite fucking character. She's my fucking bitch. Come, I almost added WandaVision to my TV list because I forgot because it was it's still I so know, it's still so like, new, right? new in my mind. I'm like, no, that came out in 21. I was like, yeah. oh shit. But like, just but even that arc coming from WandaVision and like where it is, she yeah, because it's one complete story. But there. I loved yeah. how they were like, no, we're going full Scarlet Witch. There's no, I'm afraid of my powers. I'm just gonna like we're going full tilt. She's killing fuckers left and right. Like, it was so good. I, I loved America Chavez. I liked, I really wasn't a huge fan of Doctor Strange. This movie made me kind of like like him right. more. They kind of feel like they fleshed him out a little bit more. Yep. I feel like he used his powers a little bit more. Um, yeah, and I, I really like the horror elements, the fucking Illuminati, like all that crazy shit. Like, so one of my favorite Marvel, Marvel films. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I, I had Doctor Strange too as an honorable mention for me. Oh, nice. Um, okay. But yeah, no, this movie, I agree with everything you said. And like, yeah, the... The way they did Scarlet Witch, like they just like full on villain for the most part, right. like, which is just, like in, she is in the comics too. Like, yeah. and I love her as a hero. Don't get me wrong, but I also like that whole like, wait, how come you can change things and no one gets upset? I'm trying to save my kids, and all of a sudden it's a fucking problem. It was such a great, yeah, such a great dynamic, and and I agree, they really did flesh out Doctor Strange a lot more, and they used his powers in a more unique way than they had been used in previous movies. Because right, I feel like the first movie was very much like sling ring and like shields right but yep. this one like, he had like transfer his soul into the zombie and then like taking the spirits to make the cloak it was so fucking cool yeah it was very cool i agree um so you're five my number five was prey uh the predator oh, yes. movie oh. yeah 
Such um, a good movie. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this uh, on an episode of Cannon Fodder, uh, and it was just the it's easily the best installment in the Predator Predator franchise since the first one. Um, just beautiful cinematography. But, but, right, but it shows that you don't need these huge expensive fucking like places they shot in like on no mind you they shot in canada but they did shoot on a actual reserve like right. so it's not like me and you can't go there and like oh i want to go where they filmed it we probably wouldn't be able to go there because right. we're not allowed there but, but even then it was like they shot it on like an actual reserve, native american or i guess it would be native american if it's canada we'll just say native indigenous people a, a, indigenous like people reserve and it was gorgeous but like and it probably didn't cost them millions of dollars to do it yeah. versus like you know we were talking like the prequel series of star wars it was all on a sound right. stage with millions and millions of dollars of cg and a lot yep. of it was natural and the thing is i watched like a little bit of behind the scenes on it a lot of the light was natural they that's what they were going for the only light that they in that they bumped up was when they did the torch scenes they had the real fire but underneath sure. was leds so they could get more fire from it i mean like more light from yeah it. but otherwise it was mostly all naturalistic lighting and it showed it, it showed it felt grounded it felt real yeah you could you could really tell that it was that they were just out in the whole ass woods Filming this movie exactly, and it was beautiful, and the and the fight scenes oh, fight were scenes amazing. Were so good, you know, I like that Predator got to use like all of his gadgets. It wasn't just one thing. Like he used his helmet, he had the little bombs, he had the fucking net thing, which I I, I loved. You know, the shield decapitation. Yep. Like they used all of his. And I, and I love the little like you know women empowerment kind of moment they had there too right because Amber Midthunder is the main character yes. and she's I mean a complete badass but like one but of no the, one know, no one respects her nobody respects friend. her right she wasn't allowed to go hunt she was she you know and, and but, she was like well I'm gonna go so too bad and she fucked the predator up it was and so then good. It just but also she used her like mind because she realized yeah she has oh when on. she uses his helmet it's always gonna go to that light so then he like tries to shoot it and he's like. And the fucking yeah. outsmarted the Predator. Like, fuck, it was fucking great. Uh, love this movie. Loved, loved everything about it. I'm excited for more yeah, Predator I loved content. The, I loved yeah. all the kills, too. Because it was like sometimes, you know, when these, like, the alien or the Predator movies, everyone gets killed kind of the same way, right? Right. It gets, it gets boring, yeah. you know? Everyone gets fucking you get ass. shot. It's, you get the spikes through the chest, you but, know? But everyone got, like, there was a lot of multitude of different kills. And yeah. on both sides, not just the Predator side, but on her side, yeah. too. You know, there was a lot of human deaths. And on top of that, it was, yeah, it was great. Can't what, say enough. What's your uh, what's four on your list? <laughs> My four oh, is boy. such a out there. Like I said I like a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, but it's also for my favorite distributors, A twenty four. I I don't oh, yeah. think there's a movie that A twenty four puts out that I don't like. I don't know. They. I agree. They, whoever is on their what like I don't know their distribution team needs an award yeah, they, they got like a kevin feige back there yeah. just like and it's shit. this is such an odd choice but it really touched me um marcel the shell with shoes on i what i didn't even heard of this movie <laughs> what you ever heard of this no. i know it was super indie um it's literally um the character's voiced by jenny slate okay um and the movie is about this guy like moves into an airbnb and finds marcel and marcel is literally a shell this big that can speak and Stop. has legs and shoes and an Stop. eye and he lives in the house with his grandmother oh my who's God. like his older shell and it sounds fucking kooky but it was one of my favorite films of the year it made me cry on multiple occasions and it was really it was like really sweet and i had like a lot of like themes on like 
family and like personal like growth be- on, yeah. the, on the human character because you're like why the human character starts filming him but again it's not one of those like oh it's weird he's just filming him because he wants him but then you learn through like him filming what's going on with the human character right. and it was so interesting and okay. it was fucking wackadoodle premise i'm not but I'm, but I'm, it I worked but, but i was like i was like i was a24 and i did it like a double feature because i saw it with like another film that's actually on my list later um and it was just like in both a24 i'm like fuck, fuck yeah me. i mean a24 they they don't miss like it's, oh, yeah i can't i think actually three of mine are a24 now i'm thinking about it nice um but yeah wackadoodle but i like I wanted something indie, and it was like one of the, my favorite indie films. Right. And if it can touch me on multiple levels, oh, that sounds wrong. Touch me on multiple levels. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <Hi-yo>. uh, <laughs> but like when it can like it can make me laugh, but also make me cry, and then also make me think. Yep. After the film, you yeah. did its job. Awesome. Um, so you're four. My number four uh, was the unbearable weight of massive talent. The Nick Why Cage do movie. I, I am not surprised you would pick that? I feel like I, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I didn't see it, but I know about it. You have, and it's to such s- a meta Dude. premise, like because it's yes. like the the guy actually hires Nick Cage just to be Nick Cage. To, yes, to like like he like, like to make an appearance or whatever. Yeah, and then he know. has like a whole like from what I was seeing in the trailers, like he has a whole museum dedicated. to Yes, him. and then you find out that the um that the guy that hired him. Is allegedly like a big uh, drug dealer, arms, you know. It's the guy who plays. Runner. It's Diego. Luna, it's Pedro. Right? No, it's Pedro Pascal. Oh, the who plays Mando. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's Pedro Pascal. Um, and, and he's and he's great in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, but then he, he has a lot of range too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because because he, he's very funny in this movie. Right. And then he's like very serious as Mando, yep. and then yeah, and he's gonna be in Last of Us. So like. then you then you find out that it's not you know uh, so Nick Cage gets recruited by the CIA to spy <laughs> on him and like pass back intel. Then you find out that. You know, of course, Nick Cage and Pedro's character, they develop, like, a bromance, right? So Nick Cage doesn't want to, like, really betray him. And then you find out that he's not actually the bad guy. It's, like, his cousin or something. And then, you know, <laughs> there, I mean, there, there, I mean, just just to sum it up for you, there's a scene where, like, the where Pedro Pascal and Nick Cage eat, uh, drop acid together. Or, they, oh, or, is, it, or is it mushrooms? They, they either drop acid or eat mushrooms, I can't remember. And, like, are out. Illicit substance. Like, in town. Yeah, like, they're out in town, you know? Like, and they're trying to drive. It's just, it's a fucking incredible movie and it ends with like them making the movie like very much like Tropic Thunder yeah. like that becomes Nick Cage's movie like this is like oh, this you know it's like, very yeah it was yeah, super, like, super I, I always appreciate like I'm like if you're gonna go meta just go with it yeah, like we were just talking about like She-Hulk like, yep. you just, like don't do like do it full time right cause the, the entire like one of the bits they have throughout the entire movie is that he sees a he has like an imaginary best friend basically and it's like a version of himself I think it's I think it's like his character from Raising Arizona or like whatever that movie was you know <laughs> um, and it's like a younger version of him and he's like talking to him like oh, it's, it's fucking great it's so good yeah uh, incredible movie incredible movie so nice uh, what do you got next on your list so my next we're at number three right yep another A24 it's actually a prequel um, Pearl. Prequel to what? Prequel to X. So they oh. both, so there was a movie came out. I believe it was this year as well, or late twenty one. Yeah, called X. Um, by Ty West. Yep. Um, kind of slashery, which it was. And X was great. And then the main kind of I guess killer in the movie was this old woman Pearl. And I guess while they were filming X, Mia Goth, who I fucking love, I guess her and Ty West were just talking. And they're like. Oh yeah, like I guess he was asking like what her motivations for the character were and just then the third because she Mia Goth played 
Pearl and another character in this movie. And I guess her talking about where she thought her character was literally inspired Ty West and was like, let me get my computer out and wrote oh, the entire cool. script. And like, um, and then they made Pearl and they had all the same set because it was set, even though X was set, it's basically just what Pearl was as a young woman. Right. And when I say it's a character study, this is why I tried to pick, I mean, it was one of my favorite films, but like off the films that I picked, I liked, I have a wide range because it's like not a ton of special effects. It's just good fucking acting. Yeah. Period. Um, Mia Goth. I mean, and basically she's like this, you know, like a parent of like Russian immigrants and they like just work hard, but she has like, um, you know, she always wanted to be a star. Right. And she always wanted the lights on her. And her parents like, that's not a career. Fucking put your head down and work. Right. And then she like kind of goes away and like she tries to like steal away to the town and go to the cinema. And it's already like 19, like 20s, 1930s. Um, and she's also fucking crazy. <laughs> um, and the acting is some like the mo- like she has multiple monologues just about like being oppressed and like wanting more for yourself and like why should I feel bad if I want more for myself and I was like even though she's like here's like when a, when a movie says this character's fucking crazy but you understand it and you yeah. can almost relate to them and you're like wait a minute like I I, I kind of get it <laughs> I love a movie like that those are the best characters like have you ever seen the movie Hard Candy yes oh my god with yeah. um, Patrick Wilson and well it, yeah. Elliot Page when right. she was Ellen one of my favorite movies because the guy's a pedophile. Yeah, he's a pedo, yeah. But then three quarters through the movie, you're like, wait, do I feel fucking bad for him? And you're like, fuck, no, I don't want to. Yeah. But that's because the movie's that good and the writing's that good and the acting is that good where you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm uncomfortable feeling bad for this character. Same thing with Pearl. Yep. I felt bad that I related to her. Not the killing part, obviously. Right. But I felt bad that like I'm, I, I get it. Well, those are how the best characters are written. Like I, I always say that about villain characters in particular. Like the best villains are the ones that you understand where they're coming from, right? Loki, like you know, Thanos. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you like you, you get it a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, my uh, my three, we, uh, three, uh, Clerks three. Ah, nice. <laughs> Dude, Clerks three was how like, does it how does it compare to the other? I now mind you, as someone who's never seen a minute of any of the yeah, Clerks. It, it's tough to compare because okay. it's so different. Oh, okay. Like so, it. So like, even though it's Clerks three, it's very different than the other right. two. Like okay. Clerks one and two were very, you know, dialogue heavy, very funny. Right. right. You know, um, with with there's serious elements. Right. Um, this movie is just like Kevin Smith is like, yo, you y'all thought we were gonna do some funny movie. Yeah. He's like, no, he's like, I'm gonna fucking kick you in the dick with emotions. Oh, really? Like, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't as funny as the other. Yeah, time. I mean, I mean, the jokes were all still there, right? right? Like it was still funny, but, but it like, wasn't joke forward as the right. other two. Okay. Like the the emotional roller coaster you go through on this movie because. Um, you know, it starts with Dante. I'm not sorry, not Dante. Randall having this realization that, like, you know, he almost dies of a heart attack, right? Right. And then it's Randall. But being wasn't like, that I've real done... life too? Yeah, it was based on because Kevin Smith almost died of a heart attack. Right. right? Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, but that's where the most truth comes. Exactly. That's kind of the inspiration. And then you have it brings um, to the by the end of the movie, it brings to the fore because so Randall embarks on a quest to make a movie about his life, basically, which is meta in the sense that that's right. what Clerks was basically, right? Kevin right, Smith right. making a movie. In, in a lot of ways about his life, um, but it explodes at the end in this uh, because you find out also that 
uh, Dante, right, at the end of Clerks 2, um, Dante looks like he's getting his happily ever after, right? He's, he's uh, about to be married. His girlfriend is pregnant, right? And then she, you find out in Clerks 3 that, like, very soon after the events of Clerks 2, she died oh, with Christ. their unborn child. Oh my god. Yes. Holy like shit. so it's like so right off the bat you're like what the fuck and then that happens and then there's a big blow up between Dante and Randall at the end of the movie who are lifelong friends. Right. And then fucking Dante dies. Holy shit. <laughs> but he dies <laughs> but as he's dying Randall is showing him like the the final cut of the movie that they made together which is basically a movie about it's not just like Randall's life so the whole right. the whole bit comes down to Randall thinks he's making a movie about his life, but it's really making a movie about their lives because they're such a big part of each other's lives. And, like, the final scene of the movie is, like, like, Randall has that realization. He's showing Dante, like, he's watching the movie with Dante as Dante's dying in a fucking hospital bed. And then he dies and the movie is over. And then the movie ends. You're like, oh, my God. I was like, I was not ready for that. That sounds amazing. It was so good. This makes me want to go back and watch the other ones now. It was so good, but, bro, was I not ready for that. Like, yeah, <laughs> but that's good block. though. Yeah. your expectations. It was good, man. That's yeah, a good it was filmmaker. Good. It was good, man. Uh, what do you got for number two? Number two, I'm a very avid horror fan, yeah. and 2022 was a fucking amazing year for horror. It really literally was. starting with Scream Five, which reinvigorated their franchise. I had that on my honorable mention. Oh, I, li- I liked it a lot. Oh, Scream Five was so fucking yeah. good. Um. You know, honorable mentions for horror, just like Barbarian. Anyway, but my number two is The Black Phone. I had, I need to see this movie. Uh, this movie came out of nowhere. It really did. And so it was, um, it's based off a novella yeah. from Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. And isn't Ethan Hawke in this movie? Yes. Like, what the fuck, but man? It's a, but that's the thing. Ethan Hawke's in it. And in like, obviously, Ethan Hawke is, he's always like been on record by saying he never wants to play a villain because he never want to be typecast. But then what ended up happening is between that and also Moon Knight, right. they were like, oh, we want you to be the villain. And he literally was like, fuck it, I'm 50. I don't care at this point anymore. Right. And he did really good at Moon Knight as the villain, like as that cult leader. And let me tell you, I've watched a lot of horror movies and I've and been watching them. It's It takes very... It's a lot. It takes a lot for me to ever be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I watch the Saw movies and I'm like, yes, get him. I don't get it. Like <laughs> the blood and guts, I don't bother me. Right. But I literally was in the theater and I'm like, I'm uncomfortable watching this. And nothing that anything like explicitly like on the screen. Not like watching Avatar and watching this poor animal get tortured to death. That's right. uncomfortable. But like I just the feeling and what was happening. I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable right now. Which I was like, I fucking love that because especially for someone who's watched as much horror as I did, I don't really get like that uncomfortable. Right. Um, and Ethan Hawke was genuinely terrifying, and it was just the story was so it was like simple, but the way it all comes together at the end, I thought it was great. Like that's cool. And like I usually don't like kid actors. At all, yeah. Kids ruined movies for me. But let me tell you that the kid actors in this, like me, good, yeah, I was so good. It's been on my list. One of my one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, my number two. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Oh god, I just saw it. Listen, I purposely avoided it because it just looks like such a fucking hyper masculine jerk off boner fucking movie nope. and I just saw it's it's streaming on Paramount I was like oh, I might check it out it is so fucking good it is so is good is the story actually good though? or is it just like ooh fighter planes no the story is actually very good because okay. it focuses on um 
Because I know a little bit that it's like one right. of them is like the uh, you know they bring Goose's Val Kil- son. Yeah, and they yeah. bring Val Kilmer back for like a half a second. and He talks through a computer. Or- so that was the so that was what put the movie over the top for me was Val Kilmer, right? Because Val Kilmer like really isn't acting right now because he can't fucking speak, right? Right, because it's like throat cancer. Yeah, right? he had throat cancer. Like he had like I don't know if it, I don't know if it was like yeah, his, like something removed, something removed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he. Like they like I knew they were, they like they referenced him at the very beginning of the movie right you see a picture of him and he's an, he's an admiral like a four star admiral like whatever right, right. which which makes sense right like they they had to acknowledge him in some way yes. and it wouldn't make sense to just unceremoniously kill him off off screen but then there's a scene like like right before the beginning of the third act where he goes to this house and you realize that it's Iceman's house and Val Kilmer is there in the movie and like they have it's like a seven minute scene of them being together because the whole thing is like he's like the whole premise of the movie is that he's been tra- he's been brought uh, Maverick has been brought back um, to train pilots for a very dangerous mission that mm. like nobody thinks is possible to do right. and he's having this you know emotional moment because uh, Goose's son wants to be a part of the mission but you know his he's like he's in like the catch 22 where he's like well if i stop him from flying the mission he'll never speak to me again if i let him fly the mission and he, he might dies, die that, right that me. exactly and there's this this heart to heart with val kilmer but i don't think anybody expected val kilmer to physically be in the movie and seeing that, that, fact scene that they was made like, it a way to get him it was, was really impactful and there's some cool callbacks to the first movie where like in the first movie there's this like brief moment where they mention an admiral, admiral's daughter that tom cruise used to sleep with Fairly certain that's the female lead played by Jennifer Connelly in this movie. The action is 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 great, and there's the, the payoff at the end is just like really good with the final. So now, scenes. okay, so I might go check this out based on your recommendation. Should I watch the first one? It does make it better. Okay, it does make it better. Um, you don't need to, but it makes it better. Okay, yeah, it makes it better. Well, then maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your number one? Well, do, I'll do my honorable mentions. Oh, good call. First. Good call. Um, my honorable mentions: Black Panther. Good. Yep. Me too. Um, and then Scream. Yep. Five because I'm Scream is one of my favorite horror franchises ever. Me too. Um, the opening scene of Jerry Barrymore and Scream one my one of my favorite scenes ever. Yeah. And like, genre changing. And honestly, like I've liked every single Scream. I know four didn't do that well. That's why I kind of like four. Kind of it was like they did one, two, three really close. Then it was like five to ten years. Four came out, didn't do well. Then it was like five to ten years. And that's why five. I actually liked four. I thought it was I agree. Really... I, I I did too. I did too. I agree. Yeah. Um, but with five, I mean, listen. I was like, the one of the legacies has to fucking die. One of them should have went in four, but I get it. Um, and then yo fucking Dewey got fucked. I know. Of all the people too, but, Dewey. But I know. But I also loved how him and Gail didn't get that closure. And I love when I'm, like, again, we were talking about expect, expectations upended. Yeah. Like, because, you know, they're like, oh, I haven't seen you. And he's like, I watch your show. And she's like, oh, thank you. He's like, we're going to have to talk later. And he's like, yeah. And they never do. They and never I get fu- the closure. And then you yep. realize, oh, I was like, I, I love that. I love that. Um, And it was just, and it was so meta. Like when, you know, Randy's, niece is like yeah. talking about all like reddit threads and like and the fucking killers met on reddit and yes like, oh my god this is so good i'm really upset nev campbell is not in six i, I feel like it's i don't know i still am holding hope that it's all publicity son like i feel like right. her coming forward say i'm not in it because they wanted to pay me garbage right but i feel like part of me, this is how in my in my fantasy they go all right, Nev, we'll pay you what you owe. And she goes away and she's like, but don't say anything. Right. And she's like, okay. And then still, and then like, and then everyone's like, oh, it's a shame she's not in the movie. But she is. Yeah. Like, I, like, that's and my then, fantasy. And then, yeah, that and then, she's and then in she, it. Then she shows up like Sigourney Weaver and Aliens with the flamethrower and the fucking gun. Yeah, and I still like, feel it. Go. I, I, in my fantasy, she's in it, but like, 
they did that to like I mean I really think they did offer her garbage right but I really feel like they would have paid it to her I really I mean I don't, if, and if she's not in it which most likely she is I think that's a dumb move on their part but I also think they were like well we kind of wanted we want to go we want a new crop of right we want to keep Ghostface but we want to move away that's from why, Sydney like, that's Prescott. why like fucking 15 million people survived last movie yeah. I, was like, I was like why are there so many survivors I was like oh because if this makes money they want to now take this young cast and keep going yeah. and then maybe throw Gail in there once in a while well I'll tell you if they're going to bring Gail, Gail Weathers back they're going to have to soak her face in some water or something for us man because she could not move her face oh, I know. well no I mean if she comes back in this one I think she gets killed in yeah. this one good and then it brings Sydney back for, for the, the next, next one, one. Yeah. give her what it is and like you call it like this is Sydney's last stand like, yeah. you either kill her or you know have an ending of some sort I yeah. don't know what the ending would be because it's a new killer each time right. or be like or she moves to Italy and she's yeah. like never you find out Cotton Weary is still alive it's been him yeah. the whole time exactly <laughs> alright so we're at my one uh, oh, let me do my own oh yeah yeah, yeah. Too. go ahead um, Violent Night Oh, we talked so about good. that on a yes. recent episode. Just incredible. Oh, such a good uh, movie. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. I don't know if you got a chance to watch really? this. No, really? I mean, I, I saw I saw it, heard about it. Really? So, it, I mean, if you're into these kind of movies, highly recommend watching. Cause okay. It, it, Was I mean, it a mix of live action and animation? Yes. Okay. Because I remember seeing like the posters, and I was like, I think like, what, Lupita Nyong'o's yep. in it or whatever, and I was like, oh, but it showed her as like a human. I was like, oh, like is it a yeah. mix? Yeah, because okay. you know why it is. Because it's if if we talked about this on an earlier episode of Cannon Fodder, it's it's basically almost entirely a direct sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay, cool. It plays on that whole Toontown thing where cartoons oh, live okay. in the real world. And one of the great jokes they have is that um, I'm forgetting now if it was if it was Chipper Dale who had the who went on to have more success after the show. Um, but one of them uh, like be, like goes on to have more success, and they make a joke about how he gets like the upgraded animation. So throughout <laughs> all the movie, Chip has like cleaner, nicer, more modern animation, and Dale has like the shittier, older animation. Oh, that's cool. And, okay. it, and, and it might be reversed. I forget if it was Chip or yeah, Dale, yeah, yeah. but like, it, it, but it, it's so it's so good. Um, so it, it's a phenomenal movie. Highly recommend watching. Um, the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, so, okay, so many people. I've been talking about this movie, and I just don't. I, I kind of look at the plot, and I was like, eh, I so, doesn't. Do you ever see In Bruges? No, but I know it's in the same vein. Yeah, like if you like that movie, you'll like this movie. It, it's it's it, it it's not for everybody for sure. I mean, I okay, so I did look up because everyone's talking about the Banshees, and I was like, right, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I have a site that's like like detailed synopsis of the movie. Yeah. So I was like, let me just read about it, and it's just like two guys like that. They don't. The one guy just doesn't like him anymore. Like, but so it's so that so. Did, did it tell you like what actually happens? Yes, but I already forgot it. Cause okay. It was like, cause, cause yeah, like when you first start to watch it, it's, it's very just like kind of, it's, it's very almost like British in its humor, which is just, there's yes. not a lot happening, but it's very much just like, you know, quippy little right, but he's things, like, if you, you talk know. to me again, I'm going to start cutting my fingers off. And he talks to him and literally he's, fucking sends a finger to him yes it's crazy and then by the end of the movie he's missing a whole hand of finger like it's just it's and then he burns his hat it, dude, he burns a house at the end but yeah like, but then they're like friends because he's like he looked after his dog dude it's so it's, it's ridiculous in so many ways um but it's that kind of comedy that i i like i like that weird so what was the reason they didn't want to talk to him anymore what's the oh because he said to him uh he said he said he was dull <laughs> oh yeah, that's what. That's yeah. why I remember. He goes, I was like, was he goes, you're just dull. He goes, he goes, you're just dull. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then Bullet Train was my other honorable mention. Oh, that's like, 
I fucking love that movie. It's such like, a it's such a great if movie. If I we did a top ten, it'd be in my ten. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I, I'm not sure if I would put it in my top ten. Uh, I mean, the only I'm, well, I, I just would. like the style. Of yeah, it. Like, honestly, the only reason it really didn't make my top five is because of the ending. Like as soon as they yeah, as I soon as they leave mean. the train, it becomes too over the top. You mean like when the train um like explodes and yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then like Sandy Bullock comes out of nowhere. And yeah. Like, oh, let's get in the car. And it's like, eh. Yeah. Like, what, like, because there was no stakes at that point. It's right. Like, so what do we do this whole fucking thing for? Right. We we're just going to show up. Once once the train starts to explode, that's where they lose. And what, what, everything being self-contained on the train, the train's still moving. That oh, was Oh, and good. all the different assassins. Yeah. And like, yeah. like Zazie Beats showing up for like a hot Like that second. was all amazing, right? Yeah. Once, once the train started to explode, right? And pieces of the train are falling off, but the action is still happening. That's when I lost it because everything else was nicely contained yes, and believable up until that point, and then all of a sudden it's like a diehard movie, right? Where like you know the fucking and speed, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, but anyway, so that, those are my honorable mentions. What's your number one? Ah, uh, that made I actually made a lot of lists. I can't say enough about this movie. Um, my number one movie is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Nice, good choice. Um, it, I mean, one of the I don't even know where to start. It really it made the multiverse approachable. Right. Like, it was honestly one of the best kind of like multiverse movies, and it made it so much like you could understand it. Yep. And it was funny as fuck. The action was fucking amazing. The performances were great. And I mean, and it was the wildest shit I've ever seen. You just have you seen? Oh yeah, it? yeah. It's an incredible movie. Yeah. But like, listen, it's like who would have thought? That my top movie of the year, people are literally fighting over who can get a fucking butt plug up their ass the quickest. Like, it's fucking nuts. But it worked. And it was actually like, I've, so I've seen it tri- like three times. And like watching it the second time when you're, when you already kind of know the craziness, you, I, this is also the reason why it's number one for me. Like, once you know all the craziness, I got so much more out of it yep. on the second viewing. Yep. Um, and I like I didn't realize all the themes of like depression and suicide that were there. Oh yeah. I kind of got it, but I got it like it, I understood it more, and I was like, oh, it was so deep. And the Daniels, the two of them, make very they they yeah. did Swiss Army Man, which was nuts. But that was like a whole commentary on like depression as well. Right. Um. They do like really crazy movies, but yeah, I, I fucking love this movie. I, that movie was absolutely incredible. I I will definitely give you that one. I I, I should I probably should have had that on my honorable mentions. Um, my number one, I mean, na 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 Batman. Ah, so good. Yeah, it was so. Now that I've sat with it longer, like when I first walked out, I was like, I need a minute to sit with it. But yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, it was it was the first like true detective. Right, and yeah, my that that was that was my my favorite thing about the movie is that a it was more it was much more of a detective story than an action movie. But the action Um, was good. But the action was good, and one of my favorite parts about the action is that they really highlighted like very much like Batman Year One, the actual comic book. Yeah they highlighted how he was still very much early on in his career and kind of learning. Like, he gets his ass beat a little bit, yeah. right? You know, and then like, he, But also, like, he has times where he maybe uses too much force. Right. And he's really, like, fucking hurting people Which versus, is, like, just incapacitating right. him how he is in later. Which is also a cool, subtle nod to his inexperience, right? Because he's much more of a brawler in this movie where oh most God, people typically know Batman is more of, like, a stealthy ninja type guy, exactly. right? So a lot of those little details really played into why I love this movie so much. And fucking Paul Dano as the Riddler. Oh, so creepy. So, so fucking creepy. So, but like, with his like BDSM mask and his oh, fucking so voice. Good. Like, and the, oh. I know, and even, I even said this about Batman Reverse. 
cinematography. Uh, beautiful. I mean, Flawless. Fucking beautiful. Yeah. I still think about that scene where they're in like the subway and it's it's literally only lit up by the muzzle flashes yes. of the fucking guns. Ah, so good. Yes. That's such a good choice. Yeah. Um, and, and like where, where it leaves off too, where he finally realizes like, no, like he didn't know where he kind of fit in the world. He just wanted to like help people. Right. And he's like, oh no, like I'm going to be like full like helping people now. And which again, another thing I loved about this movie is like you, you most most Batman movies, um, even the Nolan movies, right? Don't include personal growth for the Batman right. character. Right. It's just it's just Batman. He fights someone. Right. He wins. And like Batman Begins has a lot of that because it's him early on, right? He doesn't really have a lot of that in the Dark Knight. You could argue that he does with his, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and and he doesn't really have that in in, in in Dark Knight Rises either. But this one is the first Batman movie that I can think of that illustrates a lot of really important personal character growth for both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like, I I, I can't wait for like, more Batman. Even in Dark Knight Rises, he went through a lot of trials and tribulations. Right. But ultimately, at the end of the movie, he was the same character that Ex he was when the movie began. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's why that's my number one. I can't wait for more Matt Reeves Batman. Well, I don't know. Is there going to be... Because didn't him and Robert Pattinson have all this like drama? And... You know, I read some stuff about that, but I I, I think there's going to be more. But also, DC, she's she's a hot mess right yeah, now. Yeah, DC's a hot mess, but I think that James Gunn is smart enough to be like, listen, even if... Even I, think if... The, I think James Gunn was smart in that he is like... But he was like, yeah, Henry Cavill's out. And there was all this like uproar. And he literally went on Instagram. He's like, just let you know, fan uproar is not going to change anything. But continue to yell. So good. But that tells me that they're like, listen, let they literally basically took everything off the table. It's like, we're just going to restart. Yeah. Let's just, and I'm, I can't wait, maybe not like DC Fan Dome, which usually comes out like what, October? October, yeah. So October 23, I feel like is going to be like the Marvel level where he's like, all right, guys. Hi, I'm James Gunn. This is what's coming out in the next couple of years. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I think so too. I think that he's going to do really well for, uh, for DC. I hope he does at least. So, we'll see. Um, this is a great year, though. Yeah, it was a really good five. Uh, year five. I'm actually glad that we didn't have any cross. I know no overlaps. I really like that. Yeah. I think Doctor Strange is like the only thing we had that kind of overlapped. Yeah, yeah, which but, I love. This is like, great. But you're t if we t take the honor munches out, our fives were both different, which yep. I loved. Absolutely loved it. Uh, 22 is a great year. 23 is shaping up to be just I mean, as yeah. good of a year. I was, I was, I was looking TV. at kind of like what's coming up. I'm like, we were talking about the Marvel movies, fucking the new Spider Verse movies coming out, and like yep. I'm also like excited for all like the the non blockbusters. No, seriously, like, yeah, all the little things that you don't know about. And there's going to be a lot of those, and I'm excited for it. I, I yeah, I'm I'm ready to watch all the movies. We're we're gonna have a lot of movie trips in 23. I'm looking forward to oh, it. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, that's it for, for this episode. That's uh, it for the year. Yeah. Happy New Year, I guess. Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm Matt. I'm Will. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.